welcome to the Atlanta Tennis Podcast. Every episode is titled, It Starts With Tennis and Goes From There. We talk with coaches, club managers, industry business professionals, technology experts, and anyone else we find interesting. We want to have a conversation as long as it starts with tennis. Hey, hey, this is Sean with the Atlanta Tennis Podcast. And today, Bobby and I talk to Lena Grossman, who is the founder and CEO of Soul in Soul. Lena has studied kinesiology and biomechanics, and she has over 18 years of experience in foot care. Her company, Soul in Soul, designs unique, high-quality, affordable solutions for foot health. Let us know what you think of our conversation. Who are you and tell us about Soul in Soul. My name is Lena and I'm the founder of Soul in Soul. We do foot care. So um, I'm one of the main designers for all of our orthotics. We do arch supports um, that help with various foot problems such as overpronation, plantar fasciitis, um, oversupination, metatarsalgia. So we, we make different parts and pieces that people can use to offload pressure and redistribute the pressure and basically take foot pain away so that you can get back to doing the things you love. Did we lose Sean? Okay. No, I'm good. Uh, so I was going to say that from what a tennis player loves to hear, which is take that, take that soreness or take that pain away from my feet. To, to start about you, how did you, what's your background? How did you get into offering orthotics to, uh, in our world, to our tennis, to our tennis players? So my story started um, when I was about 17 years old. I just needed a job and um, I interviewed at this shoe boutique in my neighborhood. I was supposed to just be selling shoes and somehow I got the job. At that point in time, I only had three pairs of shoes. I had a pair of tennis shoes, a pair of flip-flops and one pair of dress shoes. And I put those on and I went to the interview and somehow landed that job at 17 years old. It turned it turned out that my boss was a biomechanist and he was kind of like a mad scientist sort of person. He would bring people from walking with canes to, to walking again uh, without pain. It was a lot of miracles that I was seeing, but he would have a lot of um, orthotics just piling up in the back that needed to be made. And I, I got to the point where I walked up to him and I said, hey, um, I see you're a little behind and I know I'm a girl, but I don't mind getting my hands dirty and you know maybe preparing things for you so that you can work on the complex stuff and I'll just get things ready for you so we could speed this up. And he said, sure, yeah, let me teach you. And um, and so that's where it started. And I ended up working under him for seven years. I got really interested in helping people um, with their foot problems. When you help people with their foot problems, you really help give them their life back. And um, so I switched my major in school and I studied biomechanics as well and kinesiology. And, um, and I was hand-making custom orthotics out of that store. Eventually the store closed and he and I both were working out of our garages and um, I came up with some ideas that I was doing a lot for people. And um, the main one was the, the basic form for the shoe bubble, which is what our company 
is most well known for. It's the first product that we launched. Um, I ended up getting a patent for it and getting it manufactured. It was many years of, <laughs> of work to get that done. Um, launched on Kickstarter and, um, and the company has grown from there to having many products um, that help a wider variety of foot ailments. And if I go back to that first product, you, you blow right by it. You say, we invented a shoe level. What is that? I, I don't know what that so is. So the shoe bubble is a micro-sized orthotic. It's very unique. Um, most orthotics go full length. So they go from under your heel to your toes, um, or they'll be partial length. So they go from under your heel to under your forefoot. Um, they can help with, you know, orthotics can help with issues such as, you know, collapsing arches. Um, but one of the main issues with these full length and partial length insoles is that they take up too much space in your shoes. So a lot of times you'll have to get a shoe that's a size bigger just to fit the orthotic, or it just changes the way the shoe fits so that you've got a longer shoe than you need just to fit the width, or your heel is raised up in the heel of the shoe so that the heel cup doesn't grip your heel as well and your heel will just start flopping in and out of the shoe. The shoe bubble is different because it starts after the heel and it stops before the ball of the foot. So you've got arch support. It's got a rocker sort of shape to it to drop off before the heel and the forefoot. So in doing so, it's somewhat suspending the bones to offload pressure and redistribute that pressure more evenly across the foot um, without taking up a bunch of space in your shoe or changing the way your shoe fits. Okay, so you're there's a uniqueness here that I was working hard to understand. I've been going through it with my wife and we've been talking about it and she's got some questions about runner's knee that we'll get to in a second. But the, the smaller parts are unique to sole insole because I have some insoles, some what I would call, or what I was told are orthotics that fit in the entire shoe. It's like a new insert, the whole thing. You take out the, the little, thing that comes with it and then you put in the new one and it's the full shoe. Sometimes you have to cut it to fit it in there. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that helps with whatever you're working on, mm -hmm. right? You're talking about just a smaller part yeah. to target the specific thing that we're working on so it doesn't have to completely replace whatever else is going on in the, in the shoe itself. Exactly, and I can show you, I've got an example right here. So this is the shoe bubble. It's a unique shape you kind of would think, oh, where does that, where does that go in your shoe? Um, so this would be for the right foot. I've got a sandal here just to kind of show you where it would go. It goes right in the middle of the shoe. So you can see how it increases the amount of arch support you've got right here. And then it'll drop off yeah. over the heel and the forefoot. So it's only filling in that gap to softly bring your foot to where normal should be. That's the concept. Ah, because this, the ones I have that fit into a full shoe are not going to go into a sandal or a flip-flop because they, the they're, they're designed to go into an athletic <laughs> yeah, style shoe. Mm -hmm. So yours, ah, okay, okay. I was trying to figure it out. What's the difference between what you're doing and I guess what everybody else does? Yeah, so mine also go into flip-flops and sandals. They can fit into dress shoes, which are a more slimmer fitting shoe but also athletic shoes. Um, the one thing about athletic shoes though, is that sometimes they come with some existing support. 
And the clear colored shoe bubble, this is our maximum thickness. So um, we have another option for shoes that have some existing support, but it just doesn't feel like quite enough. Then we have a thinner version that's black in color. It's the pro light. So a lot of athletes are using the pro light, especially tennis players, because a lot of these shoes have some support, but it's just not quite enough. Sure. And in that case, we've got the, the is a tennis, relatively tennis specific market that we target here. It's trying to find that that support that helps. I have a friend, you and I have been emailing previously. I have a friend, Alex, who struggled with plantar fasciitis pretty bad. He had to take a year and a half off from tennis. I mean, it was it was tough. And he ended up getting some orthotics. And you walked me through the difference of what I, I told you the one he was using. And you walked me through what you can help him with. And that leads me to the question of you've got you've got reusable, yours are washable, which I like because I don't know that I would take the big floppy thing out and throw it yeah. in the <laughs> throw it in the dishwasher or whatever it is for for my orthotics. It looks like yours are better in that case to be able to clean it. Do they have a similar lifespan as the ones that I would that, that would typically be out there? Do they live forever because they're magic plastic? How does that work? Well, the cool thing is that they don't compress over time. They're made of a memory gel that's um, got that's naturally adhesive on the bottom side. And so the only thing that really can happen over time is the adhesive can wear out. But um, we we can fix that with double-sided tapes. So that's another thing we offer to keep your insoles lasting longer. If eventually the adhesive wears out, you can use double-sided tape and stick it down. That's not washable like the original adhesive is, but, um, but you can continue to use them for year after year and continue to have that support in all of your shoes. I like that a lot because it's, it's not only affordable. I was looking at some pricing thinking, okay, a little piece of plastic, mm -hmm. is this going to be one of those things where my little piece of plastic is $800 because I got it from Emory Healthcare? <laughs> or is it going to be a good price point? And I've really appreciated where you are with your pricing. That's, I mean, it's such a big deal to be able to afford to take care of your, your feet. When I was hand making orthotics, um, I still do occasionally for, especially for customers that uh, used to come into the store that have known me for years. But, um, you know, it takes so much time to meet with people, to hand carve it, to meet with them again, make little micro adjustments. Um, so, you know, they have to cost $400 because of all that time and the cost of materials. But being able to get these manufactured, I'm able to offer a solution for people's foot problems for $25 to $30. Some little parts and pieces that I sell, it's around $15. And, you know, you take someone who has been living in pain for the past year and suddenly they can, you know, walk again and get out of the house and they're not in pain and it costs $15 or $30, not $400, $500. Um, and so that's the goal really. Um, the next product I'm making is, a, is going to be a full length insole because sometimes people do need extra cushioning um, in their shoes. So I'm gonna make a really cushioned insole that all of the parts and pieces that we have can be attached to. And um, so you can, you can customize the insole yourself. Do you guys want a sneak peek of the new product? I have a sample. <laughs> If you have one with us, okay. we'll, uh, we'll only get it on the video, of course. But yeah, we'd love to see what's going on. And then it's got oh, little yeah. lines on the bottom that you can place um, different pieces on, depending upon if you supinate, which is rolling to the outside edge of your shoe, 
pronate, which is collapsing to the inside, or if you're having forefoot pain, there's a space you can put, um, put a piece of ramp to tilt the foot backwards and lift up right behind those metatarsal heads to offload pressure. Or on the top, it's got the space to add the shoe bubble shape. Um, so yeah, so sneak peek. Ah, it tells you where to put the pieces. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. And I, I get to I get to ask Bobby. Bobby seems to complain every every time we talk to somebody that I make some old person joke. <laughs> Here but it comes. Bobby and I spend a lot of time <laughs> a lot of time on court as tennis coaches. And so I, the cushion helps a lot. It, it really is. I come home at the end of the day and Bobby's on court more hours than I am. And there are a lot of guys in Atlanta as coaches and guys and girls that are all out there a lot and over hours. And it's one thing to have that support, which we really appreciate. Another thing to have that cushion that, that helps in general. Bobby, are you in any orthotics right now? I know I'm using one from a general support. What do you use? I don't. Way? And I just took my shoe off because I wanted to get the terminology. I am notorious for wearing out, I guess, the back outside of my heel and then the inside of my the ball of my foot the inside i can understand because that i mean that's pushing off and loading in tennis but the outside baffles me how i wear out shoes and this is i mean that little that's a good pair this is one of my newer pair of shoes so i i go through shoes in under three months most of the time the way i walk and i try and i used to run track and long time ago and went to a uh, uh, the orthopedic is like, well, son, you're pigeon-toed, knock-kneed, and bow-legged. You're going to have some issues. And I took that as get out of track. But obviously, like Sean says, what we do, the, the place that I experience the most pain unquestionably is my feet and my ankles. So anything I can do to help, I'm very interested in. So you have a less common foot ailment. Um, so most orthotics that are over-the-counter are going to help the opposite issue, which is overpronation. When you wear out the outer corners of the heel edges of your shoes, it's a clear-cut sign of oversupination. Oversupination, um, you need an extra piece called uh, a heel wedge. So this, I've actually got it here. So you want something extra that's thicker on the outside and it tapers to thinner on the inside to help tilt the foot back to a neutral position and help to stop you from wearing out your shoes so quickly. Um, yours, if you're wearing your shoes out in three months, um, you have a more significant case of oversupination. It's another thing that you really wanna watch out for and, and rebalance your foot for because you're gonna be more prone to twisting your ankle and rolling your foot all the way to the outside which can put you out for a long time. Yes. Yes. So if you were to just get an over-the-counter orthotic, it's going to push you more to the outside in general. Um, so you want to rebalance that out. You, you could get one if you need arch support, but then you would need to add some posting on the outside to rebalance the foot. And even more if you're counteracting an additional arch support, which will push you more to the outside, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's a heel lift? A heel wedge, yeah. So, um, okay. yeah, you can do heel, heel wedges. Wedge. Um, I also have a product called a ramp, and that goes from thicker to thinner, but that's a piece that you can you can put on the outside or the inside or in, in various places. So either the heel wedge or the ramp. The ramps are stackable. Bobby, this, this, is a, 
this is a sixteen dollar product. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. If you if you got it, I'm buying them because, like I said, I, I went in years ago and they said, "Oh yeah, this is going to cost you." And this was again a long time ago, several hundred dollars. And you know, I was not rich. Sean's saying he's not bringing up the age. It's it's him, but it was a long time ago. It's just fact. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that that truly. I remember and I said, I'm just not going to run anymore. This is ridiculous, you know, and, but it is where I experienced the most amount of pain and the shoes, just watch, looking where my shoes wear out is hysterical. And I, you know, I try to walk differently. Now I'm not young, but that's okay. But yeah. I, I know. But when you're young and you're told it's going to be $600 to fix this foot issue, you're going to be like, ah, I'm tough. I can, I can yeah. cut this out. I don't need yes. $600 orthotics. So but even, you know, at any age, you don't want to spend that much. It's, it's a lot. It's a big investment. Well, and then the big fear, like you said, it, it leads to the other injuries too. the, the susceptibility to, and I it was inner knee pain was also something I experienced a lot back in the day. And it's, it makes sense that if you're leaning one way, but you're going the other, you're, yeah. you're constantly at odds with your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your alignments, if your alignment's off at your feet, your alignment is off at your ankles, knees, hips, and back. So it can, it can affect your body all the way up. Yeah. So my concept is a bit different than a lot of the custom orthotics out there. So I use soft materials to softly bring the feet to where normal should be. I have varying thicknesses um, that you can use to, um, to add support or posting, whatever's needed. Um, a lot of times when you're going to get custom orthotics, they take a mold of your foot, they right. cast it, they send it out to a laboratory and they send you back a plastic version of the bottom of your foot, maybe covered with a little bit of foam. Um, to me, that's not the best. I mean, it can help to have arch support. So a lot of people will still have success with that, but it's not necessarily the best way to accomplish the same thing because sometimes you're just basically, if you've got problems with your feet and you cast the bottom of your foot, you're just copying the bottom of your foot that has problems. With my way, I'm softly bringing you to where normal should be and offloading pressure. And also by using soft materials, you've got better impact absorption. So for people who, do sports like tennis, um, basketball, you're running, you're jumping, um, you need impact absorption. So if you put a hard plastic orthotic in your shoe, you're counteracting the, the, shoe, the shoe's impact absorption with the foams that are in the outsole. So um, soft materials or just you know adding something in the middle of the foot uh, is, is a better option so that you have better impact absorption when you're landing. Does that make sense? Perfect sense, yes. I'm cool. sold. <laughs> and I, have, <laughs> I say Bobby's in. Mm -hmm. um, and my my question in that case then is from a from when Bobby mentioned it also some inner knee pain. Mm -hmm. Are we looking at something we were looking at one of the products earlier. My wife has had some runner's knee issue. I can't even pronounce what the actual the actual name of runner's knee is, um, but th mm -hmm. that kind of thing, you've got something specifically that can help with that simply focused on an orthotic? Well, it really depends. I'd, I'd have to see her feet to understand why, because it's not always from the same 
thing with that issue. Um, so you'd have to know like, is she an overpronator? Are her arches dropping? Um, and you know, basically you, you wanna get your feet into alignment, um, whether the arches are dropping and you need to raise them up, or if you're you know, tilting to the outside, then you've gotta bring yourself more in. Um, and once you get your feet in better alignment and your ankles in better alignment, your knees can also be in better alignment so that you're not going to have an issue like this. But rest is really important as well for runner's knee. You gotta, you gotta take a break <laughs> and, and let your body heal. And nobody likes to hear that. Nobody wants to stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, taking time off is, is hard to say yes to. Um, and my, yeah, cause my question there is Jovi, my wife is a Pilates instru instructor by trade. So her mm -hmm. ability to keep her body aligned is better than most. Uh, so I, mm -hmm. I read, we read through the, your, you've got some good, good educational information on the website as well, which I would want to tell you about or tell everybody about it. Soul in soul.com. Yeah. And it's the, the education hub. I kind of look through and the shop has your six or seven, you know, specifically targeted, I think seven specifically targeted products. Definitely looking forward to that uh, full length cushioned one for sure. Definitely for tennis players. Yeah. Um, and a few <laughs> testimonials for this edge. This education space is really good because these are the main things that we see a lot. Well, it's not all about, you know, just, just providing orthotics. We also want to teach people that it's important to exercise your feet. A lot of times when you have foot pain, you kind of want to ignore it. So you, you think, oh, feet just hurt. And so you somewhat will cut off the connection between your brain and your feet to just ignore that pain. And then things can get worse and worse and worse. Um, I think that it's really important to exercise your feet, to um, bring awareness back to your feet so that you can help figure out what you need to do to heal. So a lot of people, you know, you say, oh, can you, can you lift your toes up? And they go, I, I can't move my toes. I don't, I don't have control over how to move my toes. And I almost felt like that myself when I first tried. I saw one of my friends and she was able to like lift her toes up like this. And I was like, that's really weird. Who can do that? But, um, you know, through doing yoga and then also through practicing that, I realized how beneficial it is to gain control over your feet, um, move your toes, be able to lift all four toes up at the same time and be able to lift up just to your big toe. Um, it, it helps to build muscle strength in your feet too. So if you do things like that, you point your toes, um, you do balancing exercises, um, those sort of things will build musculature in your feet. And when you build the muscles up in your feet, it protects the ligaments and the tendons. And so in addition to wearing orthotics, if you build up the muscle strength in your feet, you're going to be so much healthier and happier and feel more balanced and have more control while you're playing your sports. I have a video um, online. If you look up soul and soul foot exercises, there's a bunch of exercises on there that you can do to strengthen your feet. And it helps with a wide variety of foot ailments. And even if your feet don't hurt, there's, there's no reason not to just do some of these exercises while you're standing around. And when you have a little bit of time, it doesn't, it doesn't take that much time, but it makes a big difference. And you said videos online, that's your YouTube channel, right? On YouTube, yeah. Just search our okay. brand name, Soul Insole, but exercises, yeah. you'll find us. So how do people find you? Like you said, this is a process. I, you know, I wake up, I'm a, the normal person. I'm a tennis player. I have a foot pain. 
uh, I go to the podiatrist, I go to the orthopedic, I go online. I mean, you know, we always say don't don't try to self-diagnose online. How do we find you? And, you know, being that are you in places, you know, you go in these places now that have kiosks, put your foot here and we'll tell you everything that's wrong with your foot. You know, how do we find you and get the specific help that we need that these are probably are selling more of a, a blanket protection that aren't going to address the intricacies that you do? Um, I mean, there are a ton of brands out there, so it is easy to get lost in the shuffle. And I think it's really easy for a customer to, to not know what's going to be best for them. Um, but eventually through the word works, you know, you try different things and then, you know, you, you hear from word of mouth from a friend who's tried them before, or um, we, we have a lot of doctors that recommend our orthotics, podiatrists, physical therapists, chiropractors. So a lot of people find out about us through um, going to physical therapy or going to a chiropractor and they say, hey, like you're out of alignment. Let me get you back into alignment. And then this will help keep you in alignment longer if you support your feet. Um, and then there are stores like Foot Solution, Birkenstock, um, the Foot Comfort shoe stores were in some of those, um, you know, a couple hundred throughout the U.S., and then we're also online. So, um, you know, various physical therapists and podiatrists have written articles recommending our products after they've seen success um, with their clients. Um, so, you know, it's, and also Kickstarter gave, a, gave the first boost. So um, it's kind of funny um, how, what a, what a reach that platform had for us. Um, I still get customers in random places like Singapore. Um, and I think that that just happens because of word of mouth from the original Kickstarter campaign from seven years ago. <laughs> so it's pretty cool, um, to, to be able to ship insoles to random islands that I never even heard of before. Um, people can find out through the internet, through a doctor, through a friend that has worn our insoles before and, and we ship them everywhere. It's amazing. So following up with Bobby's question about where you're findable as products go is it just the website is it amazon did i miss that what oh, yeah, where, we're where else like i know <laughs> yeah okay, you can, okay. you can find just... us on amazon we're on a few um websites like the insole store um we have our own website www.soulinsole s-o-u-l-i-n-s-o-l-e.com like your heart and soul s-o-u-l um, so that's, that's our website. Um, if Amazon's easier for you, then that works. And then we've got other online retailers that, um, sell our products on their comfort shoe websites. Yeah, we've got our, um, deal up. We've got a soul in soul where our go tennis members, uh, get 10% off, which we appreciate, which is exciting for oh, yeah. uh, the Go Tennis members specifically, which doesn't go directly toward Amazon, yes. but that's some of those places where we can 
give reviews and say, hey, this is the greatest insole protection, you know, this is the greatest orthotic, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, I can walk again, try to get those reviews out there and share even more. Yeah, and, and all of your fans, um, you know, I just want to repeat all of your fans can get a discount with the promo code GOTENNIS on our website. Um, we want to make sure that, you know, everybody that you care about can have a little a little discount to help out and give them a chance to try it out if you're interested. And we appreciate that. That's as, as a tennis community, having affordable orthotics. I mean, it sounds like I say it sounds like a boring conversation. Let's talk about orthotics today. You know, but but it but it really is is extra helpful. And as as my wife agrees with you completely, that exercise of the feet, she got me into Pilates. And as you're sitting here talking about people not being able to move their toes, I'm wiggling my toes like people can't do this. And just thinking to myself uh-huh. that that's uh, hopefully we've got ways to help the tennis community here. And I don't know, Lena, do you have any personal tennis experience at all? Oh yeah, I definitely, I, I love that I'm talking to someone in the tennis community because I, I love tennis myself. It's something that I um, have kept up for uh, sporadically for my whole life. Um, it's, it's such a good way to stay healthy and stay active. I know a lot of people who play tennis transition to pickleball um, later in life too. And um, I haven't gotten a chance to, to learn that sport, but that's, that's on my list of something to try. It's popular and I'll admit it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so with, I've, I've got one last question that we ask everybody and I don't know if uh, you've put much thought into it that I sent in the, uh, in the preview email asking, it's what we call my king of tennis question. And again, whether it, whether it has to do with tennis, whether it has to do with foot health, whether it has to do with just kind of your point of view personally, if you were king or, or maybe queen of tennis in your case, is there something you would do? Would you, you'd have everybody have healthy feet, you know, and here's how we do it. Or uh, what's, uh, do you have any ideas as to what you would do if you were uh, king or queen of tennis for a day? Oh my gosh. Oh, I would love, I would love the chance to design actual tennis shoes. Um, maybe eventually I'm gonna get into shoe design, but I'm starting with the insoles. Um, so, putting good insoles that are right for your unique needs would, would be helpful. Doing foot exercises are helpful. Also um, reaching for the toes and, and, and stretching your calves can be really important for runners and tennis players. A lot of times you end up with tight calves. And so um, making sure that your calves aren't too tight is important to protect yourself from injuries as well. Oh um, my, you just opened up Pandora's box. <laughs> okay, so that, that there we go, Sean. She she did it. She she got me on two things because and and this is funny because it's seemingly what we I find on the court now the new injury in tennis for the older players specifically is the half injury, and my, my the way I approach it is I'm like, you know we're we're essentially science experiments. People our age in the past did not continue to exercise, compete at the levels that we are today so we are a work in progress trying to find out why all of a sudden is in a certain spot your calf becomes less elastic I, obviously hydration has a lot to do with it not stretching properly so that that's a great point because so many people my, my buddy one of my teaching pros has chronic and this is an olympic athlete 
chronic calf injury issues. So it, it, st- it starts with the feet is what, you know, you got to take care of your feet to make sure that as you go up, everything else stays in place. So where, what have you found, have you been able to locate the demographic of your client right now? Just out of curiosity. You cut out a little bit. The demographic. Yeah, the, or... the, more than anything, the age at which people start or, you know, the age that people buy your product. What, what is, what would you call your most loyal or where do you see the most people? I'm just trying to cure. I'm well, curious. I, I do think that most you know, most of our customers are 50 plus, but it's not because people younger don't have foot pain. It's more that younger people push through their foot pain and just, um, just deal with it a little bit better once it becomes really debilitating. And, and also when you're older, you've, you've heard stories of other people healing themselves through wearing orthotics. So you give them more of a chance. Um, so it's not that people who are younger don't have foot pain and don't need orthotics. It's just that that's who we've been able to reach more first and who's, you know, who's wearing our insoles more. Um, oh, when I wanted to mention one more thing about the, the calf issue. So if you imagine, um, imagine your body, you've got fascia, which is a connective tissue. And this connective tissue goes from your calves all the way to under the bottom of your feet. So when you've got tight calves, it pulls on the fascia underneath the bottom of your feet. And so that can even be a part of causing plantar fasciitis for some people. Um, so stretching your calves can be very helpful for your feet. It's a connection. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it, you killed, debunked my theory. I was hoping the younger generation was getting smarter in going to try to find solutions earlier rather than the older people mentality of tough it up, but oh, oh well on that. Well, that's kind of part of, that's why I wanted to make these ones look cool. I mean, look, look how, look at the design. To get them excited. <laughs> maybe, look, it looks cool. Maybe having it look cool will make it more attractive for younger people to protect their feet before the injuries happen. Well, it's because it's a generation that's trained to go to the internet <laughs> and find things. So that's why I was curious. I was, you know, that was my train of thought that, this is more along their sweet spot where the older generation, the gener- as, as you said about pickleball, the transitioning, the older people transitioning to pickleball, this is a, a certain demographic. Are they finally getting to the point that they realize that help's okay? It, it's not a bad word to ask for help and to try to find the support. We always laugh. You know, there are certain areas of the body. Everybody puts on their elbow brace you know, it, they, before they go play or, you know, their knee guard and you ask them, did, you, did, you, did your doctor tell you to wear that brace? No, but I just, I'm like, okay, so forget it. Just self-diagnosis. But you know, there is a need to take care of the body beyond just trying to put a bandaid on it, you know, find the root cause causes. And I, I love the idea that your products adjust to your foot. So you are trying to address more than just a bandaid. So I, I think it's very yeah. important. And that's one of the best things about the thinner version of my orthotic, the Pro Lite, is that it can be used for preventative purposes. So even if you're not experiencing any major foot pain at this time, it's not a reason to not provide support for your feet and keep your feet and your body in alignment. So um, it won't feel like too much when you're using the thinner Pro Lite, but it's there for you in case you land too hard, then your arch doesn't collapse and overstretch and you don't get a tear in it and it won't put you out from your game for 
months. So it's it's really important to um, to protect yourself before the injury and and use it's it's not that expensive to do and it's not that hard to do and I, I hope that with education and more videos like this um, we can inspire more people to um, have better health for their feet. It's important. I think that's a I think that's a good target because if we can talk prevention, I think that's a, a good direction to go. Especially we we get a get a pro light in everybody's tennis bag. It's mm -hmm. kind of that target to say, hey, before you get injured, before yeah. you turn fifty, and your brain kicks in and says, oh, maybe I should just take better care of myself. Let's do yeah, that at exactly. fifteen years old. Let's have the parents look at this and say, hey, I, now we can afford these orthotics. And when my son says, or my daughter says, oh, the outside of my foot's kind of bothering me. Well, okay, hey, we've got a bag of the, we bought one of everything. So here we go. And we're ready to prevent those injuries long-term. I think that's a good plan. And I think what we're doing here mm -hmm. is what we're trying to do for the Atlanta area specifically, obviously isn't necessarily stuck here. Uh, you obviously have a global reach, as you've mentioned. And from our point of view, we're trying to make sure that everybody in the Atlanta area to start has all this information. I love the idea of getting these orthotics into tennis bags where, hey, I buy one of everything. It's still cheaper than going out and getting that custom orthotic for four or $500. And you've done a great job of keeping the price points acquirable. That's fantastic. Thank you. And thanks for helping share and um, make such a difference. Well, there you have it. We want to thank Rejuvenate for use of the studio. Be sure to check out rejuvenate.com if you're interested to improve your fitness, health, and wellness, and not interested in a commute to the gym. Check out our other episodes at atlantatennispodcast.com. Also, find us on social media and let us know what you think about our conversations. Mostly, click that follow button. Whether you listen periodically, you can follow us in your podcast app, which helps us keep the show going. And with that, we're out.